Hello, everybody. We are back. August the 1st, 2017, top of the table. Brian Bentley along with Chris Ballard in Connecticut, Mark Villa in L.A., and with all three of his testicles, Jeff Krause joining us from Chicago. <laughs> Tripod. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a gift. I took one of Mark's. <laughs> that's that's, that's team, how he gets yeah. to call himself a weightlifter. He carries around three big kettlebells in his pants. If you got three, which way do you? How do you dress them? How do you decide which way to dress them if you have three? I've always wondered about that. Uh, what are the name of the three amigos? Ah, that's that's the quickest thing I could think of. I don't have names for them yet. All right, they're still in the uh, infant stage. I beat Mark to the punch, <laughs> and I just got the dick jokes right in the intro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's been August 13th since we've uh, done a show, but we've actually been together. We've all talked. Jeff, glad to have you back after a couple of years. Did you I'll see where? A few years. Did you see where somebody tweeted a boon the other day, or Hank tweeted a boon about having it? We had him on the show recently, and I go, "That was um, April of 2012, Hank." Right. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, by the way, is it a? So, uh, Hank, gentlemen, Hank how are you? Hank with his phone mic. What? Hank with his phone mic. Yeah. <laughs> My mic's not making any. My mic's not making any noise. Yeah. And then after the show, we said, "Hank, unplug that earphone thing." But then I won't be able to hear you. And then his microphone was completely clear. Yeah. So, uh, three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Three weeks ago. Uh, three. <laughs> I don't know. Two weeks, weeks ago, I was in LA along with Chris and his sister Laura, yes. and we got to visit Mark. And we went to see the Galaxy uh, host, now Supporter Shield winners, Toronto FC. And bend over. <laughs> well, I mean, they just bend over. They bend over and spread the cheeks. Why? Yes. Yeah. And and the one they, they even, even walked one of those goals in. They didn't even get tipped a dollar for spreading the butthole. <laughs> they just showed it, man. <laughs> We gave him we gave him our real name and everything. It was right there. So uh Mark spent two games wearing a Teletubby outfit. Yes, I did. Why was that, Mark? I wore it initially uh against Colorado because my take was if they're not gonna take the season seriously, why should I at this point? So I wore my Teletubby costume for Halloween to the game and fucking Jossie scored and we won. So everyone's like, you got to wear it again. So I wore it to the next home game, and we got our asses handed to us. So, hey, that's over. But I can tell you, that was the game that Chris and I were at, and it was so – it was like um, it was like walking through the stands with a Special Olympics celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean that because everybody was looking at him, but everybody was looking – yeah, but no one would really come and talk to me. to add the Mark Via on that one. What? <laughs> were they looking through him? No, I mean, they, were, know, they were. They were. It was just funny to watch all the all the the kids would be like, oh, not realizing what it was, and then all the <laughs> the grownups that knew were like, oh, look, the Teletubby. I was trying to you know do it right and have people come talk to me, but no one, you know, a couple people did, but. I think when you started shouting halfway through the first half of the game, that that kind of went out the window a little bit. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and then and like the next section to our right was like the U.S. women's like U twenty one team or something. Yeah, and Mark just stands up like, 
Gio, you're fucking terrible. <laughs> the four empty rows in front of us. And we see a guy like six rows turn around, stand up with his beer and go, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's over. So it was, it was four to nothing. It could have very well been five. One got called back on an offside. It could have been yeah. 10. Let's be fair. No, yeah. True. I mean, oof. And we got awful. double, and we got double peacocks on the fourth goal. Got double peacocks <laughs> on the fourth goal. <laughs> so, um, give give us the give us the um, give us the rundown. What we heard of who was the player that gave up three of the four goals, Mark? Okay, let me let me go back a couple of days because a few days before that, for the day before you showed up, I went to open practice for the Galaxy, right? Yes. And I was told, 9 a.m., be here. We're going to do open practice. <laughs> I forgot so, about this. <laughs> because, because of where I live in L.A. traffic, I had to leave my house at 6.30 to be there by 8. Because if I left at 7, I'd have been there about 9.30. That's how L.A. traffic works. So I'm there at 8 a.m. I'm reading my book. I'm all cool. 9 a.m., no one's there. 9.15, I get a call from my rep. Oh, it's been moved back to 10 a.m. because the players just started showing up. But we have <laughs> breakfast coming for you. Fine. So, you know, she takes us on a tour of the little stadium and we, you know, see some things and hoo-ha, hoo-ha. And we go back out to the practice field. It's now 10 o'clock. And it's now 10.15. It's now 10.30. And he's sending and now- he's texting me pictures of an empty field every 15 minutes. <laughs> 10.45, they finally show up. I actually tweet one of the Galaxy executives and say, if my fucking season ticket payment had been this late, I've had five emails about it by now. <laughs> yeah. I'm tweeting, you know, finally they show up and it's an interesting practice. It's fun to watch. You can tell that they're not used to the new coach and that he's doing things a lot differently than Anolfo did. Um, but the cool thing was Siggy wasn't putting up with any shit. He was calling him out constantly, yelling at them constantly. And, and, then, and, since, and, and since we've had the show, they brought in Dom Kinnear as their assistant coach. No, Dom was yeah, and so they and then he hired Dom Kinnear as his assistant, and Dom was there, and they were doing this little quadrant drill where it was uh, five on five, one touch, touch the ball. You have to move to, to a different quadrant before you can touch the ball again. So everyone, it's just constant motion. But as he's explaining what he wants to see, Gio and Jonathan are off in the corner, just kind of dicking off, being you know little cholo wannabes, and Dom just starts calling them out in Spanish chastising him in Spanish, threatening them in Spanish. I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah. So that was great to see. And then, you know, they go through practice. We see Leggett uh, running laps, playing with the ball. We see Baggio uh, doing a lot of drills and taking some time out, more drills, time out. And at the end, Siggy comes over, and he's like, well, you saw what we were doing because they were going to go three in the back, five across the middle, and think that was going to work. Um <laughs> And, and that was a lead up to to to, to Chiani's first game. But wait, so hold on. But in practice, as what they're trying to do is push the ball at the right side, the very first time they run the drill, they give up the ball and Sig yells, "That's not fucking good enough! The fuck are you guys doing?" Just loses his shit completely. <laughs> and my reps like, "Well, I guess it's a good thing there's no kids here today, because he just went <laughs> off." And then. After practice, he comes over. He's very cordial, really outgoing, really, you know, glad to have us there. He goes over everything they did in practice, and he says, well, you know, 
we're, we're looking at this formation because Starius is out for four to six weeks. Blah, blah, blah is out. Someone's out with a card. So-and-so's out with a card. I don't think twice about it. I go home, make a couple texts, a couple tweets. Hey, Starius is out for the season. Blah, blah, blah. No big deal. Come to find out, no one knows this is a real thing. For sort of a reason, Siggy just told a bunch of season ticket holders something that no one else knew in the press or blogs <laughs> or anybody else. Half the club didn't even know this yet. So Mark's man- breaking news from his house. <laughs> I'm breaking news. I'm like, huh? Yeah, the head coach just gave me a break. Cool. Awesome. And so it was Johnny's first game. Really nice guy. Big, big. I was really hopeful. He looked really good in practice. And then he just shit the oh, wait, bed in the give game. Give the backup. What's it? What is his playing history prior to coming here? Playing history is he was Division One four years ago. Then he was Division Two. Then Division Three. He didn't play. He was out of contract all last season in France. And the way we found him, it's my understanding, the way we found him, his agent is Clement Diop's agent. And everyone knew we were getting rid of Yellow Van Dam, so Diop's agent called and said, hey, I've got a defender who's not doing anything. You want him. And word, he didn't do anything the night we were there. <laughs> you know, we need him for six weeks, and they signed him for 18 months. <laughs> that's, that's how bad the Galaxy front office is right now. That's Chicago-like. Klein and Vianis have so little juice, they signed a washed-up, injury-prone, out-of-contract for a year, third-division player. And they like it. And gave in to his demands for an 18-month contract. And, and he, he was like responsible it. for three of the four goals. And the fourth goal was... That was hilarious. It was, it was the uh, uh, the Toronto keeper clears it from the top, from the 18. Oh lands Probably right about... If, if, if I'm if I'm Chiani, literally the ball is right here. This is where the ball is, and he <laughs> just watches it. He starts to chest it, then pulls back and lets it go as the player's running in behind him. And it lands probably 35 yards front of the goal. Vasquez still running, stays on side right behind it, takes it in and scores. Chiani runs back, and that's when we got the double peacock. We got the double peacocks. <laughs> and Ballard and I just looked at each other. We just started <laughs> laughing. <laughs> yeah. It was so hard. Yeah, we didn't we didn't think it was a good you know time to start giving Mark shit because he probably would have But Chris's whole thing the whole game. Yeah. How do you watch this every week? How do, how do you watch awful. this? It was horrible. It was terrible. And that guy since that game has given up, I think, another four goals directly. Directly well, responsible. And the thing was that that was the week of the Atlanta Orlando game. By the way, props to Atlanta for getting seventy thousand people there for that Holy game. Holy shit, bags. That was amazing. Yeah. And they had just mm-hmm. come off beating uh New England like nine to nothing. They ended up beating or they beat Orlando. Galaxy were coming off two being shut out twice, going to, into Atlanta that Wednesday night. Mark turns to me on the way home, he's like, We are gonna get fucking killed. Because <laughs> Martinez is gonna have because Joseph Martinez had two hat tricks back to back leading up to that game against the Galaxy. He's going to score five. <laughs> I, mean, he, I, I couldn't he, do anything other than just like, yeah. Yeah. He hung what, two on us, I think? Or did he get yeah, the hat trick? He, he had one at least. I think. Uh, yeah. I, I stopped. Yeah. I stopped it, trying to tally after that. And that game wasn't as bad. No, and then was, last night against Real Salt Lake. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. The 95th minute. <laughs> 95th minute and four minutes of stoppage time on a 50-50 ball that no one had control of where the person who was called on the foul was the one who was actually hit. So the RSL player was coming in and took out Alessandrini's legs 
but got the foul call on Allison Green. You know, whatever, fine. I can't blame the ref because Geo shat the bed for 90 minutes. And, you know, if RSL hadn't been so shitty last night, they could have hung six on us easily. They had open nets three times and shanked it wide. They geoed so bad the whole game. I mean, Allison Drini hit the post. Boateng hit the post. Jamison hit the post. Geo hit way right of the goal, way left of the goal, and way above the goal. If he didn't give the ball away, he hit the, it, he hit the Chargers oh. tarp at one point in the second, in the second level. He, I, you know what? Someone <laughs> did put it up into the bleachers. I don't remember who it was, but it was horrible. It was just horrible. And I'm sitting there, we're watching the game, and the guy, you know, there's no one's in my section. My section used to be always full. There's no one there. Half of my friends haven't haven't renewed. Um, Couldn't get your family to go even. Sorry, family go with you. Uh, the boys went with me. Oh, and, you know, yeah, yeah. I, was, I, I was I was pointing out things the Galaxy were doing. For them not to do when they play, um, it was, <laughs> which it was point so, do I think about calling child protective services? <laughs> so it was in, it was informative. Um, <laughs> yeah, why did they make you mad that you took them to the game? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't like you anymore, Daddy. Yeah, poor things. <laughs> so yeah, our season's over, and you know, I honestly, I, at this point, you want people to renew like me? Let me start the game. Let me start a game. How how much how much worse can it be? Caller nine gets to play midfielder this week. I actually I would fly out to watch that game if you played. I mean, shit. You start me. How literally? How can it be any worse? I'll I'll give my all just for the shot of being able to you know somehow score a goal and you know mime I'm lifting my beard up on beard onto someone's lower back and humping them. Yeah, that would be my goal celebration. I mean, that would be worth it. Dear God, how could it be any worse? That team is so terrible. Hey, Chris, how many times during our game did you or I turn to the other one and say, Geo is just not very good? It was a lot of times. I mean, I felt like it was a regular every four or five minutes at least. We just look at each other. Towards the end of the game, I think we weren't even talking. We just looked at each other and like raised our eyebrows. I'm I'm curious (laughs) to see what Geo's heat map looks like. Yeah, I don't think he generated any heat. (laughs) Chris just goes, it'd be a blank screen. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that was. I thought thought Jonathan showed more um, effort and hustle. You know, trying to trying to be almost like a basketball point guard in in terms of controlling the ball and and working out of the midfield. But I was impressed with Geo whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, we that was not we had the pitch invader, and that guy was better than Geo. (laughs) He was checking his phone the whole time, running across the. Oh my god, that was the best! He got on the field and he's running and he's (laughs) running with his phone like this, watching his phone as he's running. Like, is he timing himself? Does he have a bet for how long he can stay on the field? <laughs> makes, the guy... no, makes no attempt to go towards any player. <sighs> just running Starts randomly. South end just heads, just takes off. Looks at his phone. It looked like, really, like he started a timer. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing how, back you know, down, passed a bunch like... of players, and they tackled him at the, like, right on the end line. And it was like 10 bucks for every second he was on the pitch or something. I was like, hey, look, that guy ran past Geo too, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Like down at the one yard line. Yeah, it was, it was like that was the most exciting part of the night for the Galaxy. It fans. was. It really was. And you know, last night they weren't playing from midfield forward. They were playing great, although they couldn't finish. Which you know that's been their story for ages now. Um, but and it was weird if you if you can go back and watch highlights of the game last night, the second half. It was very, very predictable what they were doing. After the first three minutes of the second half, it's like, oh, okay. They're going to bring the ball up to the center line. They're going to run someone in, give him the ball. He's going to pass it back out. 
They're going to run. It was like watching the Globetrotters and, and, and their wheel offense. They'd run a second person in, bring the ball out. <laughs> Jonathan would attack that person. That ball would come out. It would come back into a third person. Jones, they'd draw Jones out with that person. Ball would come back out. Ball would then come back in and do an empty midfield, one-on-one versus Chiani. And we were, you know, somehow they didn't score. It was amazing to watch, but it was repetitively time and time again. One ball in, back out. Second ball in, pull Dos Santos out. Third ball in, pull Jones out. Fourth ball over the top to Chiani or to uh, whoever was there. One on one with Chiani and open goal. It Put three crazy. to one odds. Kraus uses that in his team next week. I would. Absolutely. I was taking notes. It was amazing. It was horrible. I, I, oh, my God. And, but the guy next to me, we were just, same thing. We'd look at each other and go, fucking Geo. Or how do you miss, you know, how do you miss that? I, oh, you know, oh, it was just horrible. <laughs> we were peacocking in the stands. Like, what the fuck is going on? It was horrible. Yes. So, yeah. so what's, what's, the, what's the last run of, run of form for the Galaxy? Uh, we're going we're gonna to lose the next two games. No, I mean, but you're tied. What did you, what did you uh, say before the show? What, two ties, two three ties, losses, and a win. You were, up three, you were up 3-1 in the 80th minute in Houston on Wednesday. And drew 3-3. Three, three. We were up 1-0 in the 94th and lost in the 95th last night. Uh, or tied in the 95th. We, we lost against – who did we lose against? We lost last week against Kansas City. We lost against – uh, Atlanta, we lost against Toronto, and we beat. Oh, who'd we lose to before Toronto? There was another game we lost before that, um, an away game. Who was that? I don't it wasn't remember. New England. It wasn't New England, was it? Fuck, I hope not. Um, no, something before that we lost to, and then oh. we, we beat Colorado. So four losses. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're terrible. We are terrible. It's, it's staggering. Well, Dallas won on Wednesday for the first time in 67 days. Wow. And yeah. they're somehow still above 500. I'm amazed at that. I'm, what, I'm what, shocked. And they actually and they, they tied in Orlando last night. The first time they had the same lineup for three straight games in like years. <laughs> because while having players that get to perform in the Gold Cup or international duty throws off your your rhythm and then you come back and you can't do anything. And then when some of your players are not performing up to, or then whenever your coach puts out a, a bingo hat lineup of, in Minnesota and gets drubbed four to one. Or you got players in the nursery. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's what I hear. That's what they call it. Yeah. You, that's what they say. Why are you in the nursery? Amazing. Hey, oh, well, hey, Mark, remember yeah. before the game, we were having a conversation with one of the staff members, and he said Ziggy had tried an experiment. <clears throat> yes. And then it came to fruition. Yeah. The week before, he had told Jossie that uh, – Ziggy. Well, no. The week before, Ziggy had told Jossie that he was going to start him at right back just to fuck with his head. And then he started him at right back. And made him practice at right back. <laughs> made him practice at right back. Made him do everything at right back just to get in his head. And then the last, what, three games now, he started at right back. And he's still not good. He's still not very good. It's just amazing. I, I, I yeah, yeah. I maybe it, maybe it's that groin injury he's carrying that's keeping him from going to national team duty. Well, he pulled out probably the first time he's ever done that in his life. But yeah. Um. Hey, speaking of groin, Jeff Kraus. <laughs> hey. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> I'll pull your groin. All for you. <laughs> Going back to the intros. <laughs> Catch us up on the fire. Fire. fire, fire. Well, uh, oh, man. they have what should be two coast games uh, to finish the season against Philly and Houston. And they're probably going to split those at best. Um, Michael DeLue went down yesterday with a knee injury that's probably got him out for the season. Uh, it looked nasty. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he blew his ACL out, uh, which is a huge hit for them. Um, but they, they've been, you know, everybody talked about their their form earlier in the season. Oh, the fire turned around, da-da-da-da-da. And Schweinsteiger like, saved us. Schweinsteiger <laughs> saved us. Yeah, and Schweinsteiger even said that we were punching up, punching above our weight. Um, and there, you know, people tried to, you know, oh no, he meant this, he meant that. I'm like, I was standing six inches away from him. He said that they were playing better than what their potential is. Like he said flat out. Um, they they had this whole post gold cup slump that I think is probably more accurate to their form than any streak they've put together this year. Um, they're going to back into the playoffs and they're probably going to be one and done. I won't be surprised at all if they're, if they get uh, bounced in the play in game and they are going to end up, I don't think it's mathematically possible. It might still be mathematically possible for them to end up in sixth, but they are not going to be, they're not going to be a, what are they in right? I think they're in third right now, maybe. Um, even lower. They're than in fourth right now. Are they fourth yeah, with thirty-two points? They're I'm sorry, they're, fourth with fifty-two points. Fifty-two points. They're a point behind Atlanta, which hey, it'd be great to get three points yesterday instead of a draw. But right. you know, again, with Atlanta and the Red form. Bulls have a game in hand. Blah blah blah. Yeah, Atlanta. Atlanta and the Red Bulls have a game in hand, and. They're gonna. I, I think they're gonna end up in fifth. Uh, they're gonna end up in fifth. They're gonna play whoever the sixth place team is, which looks like it's gonna be New York. And the Red Bulls are probably gonna bounce them. Um, I won't be surprised at all if that's what happens. Now, let me, this team is so one dimensional and and like yeah. Let me interject one coach. thing really quick, Jeff. I'm sorry. Let me yeah, interject one thing really quick. I hate to interrupt you, but I got it. This is my biggest fucking complaint about MLS. We've got. Mm-hmm. Basically, two weeks to go in the season of play, right? We got two weeks right. of play left in the season. Yet in the Western Conference, there are still two teams with two games in hand, two teams with one game in hand, and in the East, there's uh, there, there's still what, two more teams with a game in hand. With two right. weeks to go in the season, yeah, everybody should be level by now. We should all be at the same numbers. Absolutely, that's one thing I hate about MLS. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, and then. And they and they had they had player you know they had teams playing games in the during the Gold Cup break and it's like you know why 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 it makes no sense you know Schweinsteiger we we talked to Schweinsteiger earlier this season and he's like I do not understand this league playing games during an international break he's like that's madness to me and and he's right you yeah know? Um, but yeah I I totally agree I mean. Uh, yeah, Atlanta and New York both have a game in hand over everybody else in the East. And, you know, like I said, I mean, New York is nine points behind uh, the fire right now, right. and they've got three games to play. So theoretically, they could overtake them and, and at least 
come up even with them on points. I don't know how that would shake out in the standings, who would be above who there, but, um, you know. Well, if it would go to goal differential, then that's three to two, Columbus three, New York two. So it ends up. Well, if that's a scene. If they won all three. Yeah, I'll say. Right. Columbus doesn't win any and that Chicago doesn't win any, which, you know, like I said, two games left. You know, Philadelphia stomped them uh, in Philly, which is a horrible game that, oh, we'll just have to bounce back. And, you know, uh, there's there's some fans in Chicago who that say it's great that the fire doing good, but this is not anywhere near where they need to be. And there's other people that are basically like, we're winning. Why are you complaining? And I, I think fall in the in the former yeah what do i know (laughs) (laughs) we'll see they'll they'll, i'm sure they're just dying to prove everybody wrong and i'd love for them for everybody to be wrong and for them to you know make this huge run into the into the mls cup but it ain't happening (laughs) i don't know that it matters in the east the way that toronto's playing yeah that well and i've been saying that for three months nobody's beating toronto I don't think anybody in the West is beating Toronto, and certainly nobody in the East is beating Toronto. And and that's the thing. Like if if the Fire come up against Toronto, they're not smart enough to beat them. Mm-mm. They're just they're just not smart. Enough. Ponovic does not have the tactics to beat Toronto FC. He he doesn't know how to stop Geo. Uh, he he. I mean, we we've done fine against Altador, but Altador's you know Altador. So. You know, and, and if they take care of those guys, then somebody like Justin Morrow is going to come and score a hat trick on them too, and look like the patron saint of Toronto FC. So, well, and then you like you look at the just, West, Vancouver, very very quietly top of the West with fifty one points, already clinching a playoff spot. That put that puts mm-hmm. them fifth in the East, right? And I, I really I don't see anybody. Yeah, I mean, the West, the West is the East this year. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, and last, you know, last, I want to say, you know, beginning of August, we were talking about how Houston's defense was carrying. They were top of the West and now they sit fifth with 43 points and you, you know, you've got Mm -hmm. three teams behind them at 42. So anything could really happen where a team like FC Dallas, that's eighth based on gold differential or even San Jose could finish third or fourth, you know, because Seattle lost today to, to Philadelphia. So there, you know, and we talk about this this crazy schedule with games in hand. There's still ways for people to make up some ground. Yeah, and you know, the, it would be so MLS if a team like Real Salt Lake had Petke take them all the way to the cup and like just win it all and just leave everybody in the dust. Especially, I could be, so like, see that happen. happening. That's like that's and like Spencer be, last year with with uh, Seattle. With Seattle. Yeah, and then there'd all be all these long form think pieces about how amazing Mike Petke is, and look what he did in RSL and pass him out, Trey. You know, yeah, let's get him in the Hall of Fame. And I mean, don't get me wrong, I like Mike Petke, but that would just be the most MLS thing ever. Well, uh, thank you, uh, Jeff, because our hashtag this week is "That's so MLS." <laughs> if you want to play along, that's that's so MLS. Hey, Jeff, no apostrophe in it because Twitter can't handle it. Yes. Yeah. What's up, Mike? So being in a huge metropolitan city like you are, you've got the yes. Cubs, you've got the Sox, you've got the Blackhawks, you got the Bears. Yep. Is it 
in Chicago, the way it is here in LA, where the overwhelming number of the population has no fucking clue there's a professional soccer team in your city? Um, I live in a major city, and I can say that. Yes and no. Um, I, I would I would normally fall wholeheartedly behind that in agreement, but the fire have like. Here's the fires thing. Like there's enough, there's enough of a soccer following in Chicago that people that want to find the fire will find the fire. And to their credit, um, they've done more at marketing in the city. They built the, you know, that fire pitch soccer dome uh, on the North side of Chicago, which it, it does bring in a lot of activity and everything. They've done a lot more with billboards and everything else. All that said, winning brings people in right in Chicago. Like just that it just that's all that it that they need. Like, yeah, they brought in Schweinsteiger, but Schweinsteiger doesn't have the pull that Blanco had. You know, he doesn't have the pull, I would say, that Neri Castile had when when the fire signed Neri Castile, even though he was a complete flop. Um right. winning is what brings people to games in Chicago. And so like I mean, the fire have had, I think the fire had, last night was was considered a sellout, which, I mean, I saw empty seats all over the place, but, you know, it's the whole, that's a whole other show probably. Um, but that was their sixth sellout for the year. And uh, <laughs> they, they, again, I, I can say that same thing. <laughs> they, um, I, I had a tweet about that. I'll, I'll get to that in a second too. Um <laughs> They had like their sixth sellout of the year this year. And they've had a couple of good sized crowds that were like 17, 18,000 as well. And all that has happened as a result of them winning games. And, you know, I mean, has it been Schweinsteiger too? Yeah, sure. I mean, the guy's an international soccer star and he's, you know, one of the biggest German players to ever play. You know, he's definitely the biggest German player to ever play in MLS. Um, oh, I don't know about Lethal Mateus. Didn't Lethal Mateus play too? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, he did okay. Anyway, I'm, I'm, um, yeah, I'm splitting hairs. Carry on. Who, who was the guy um, that played for Toronto that called him the worst team in the history of soccer? Coleman. Justin Frings. Justin Frings? Now, I, okay. no, I, I thought I, it was I, Coleman I, that did it. I swear to God, Torsten Frings is what happens when your nuts switch places within your sack. I, I'm convinced <laughs> of that. Also um, from 2012. I'm still convinced. I, I have to I usually don't like I, I don't really like drawing attention to my tweets, but talking about the attendance thing, um there was this there was this picture let's see if I could do this. Oh yeah. Of the the Barcelona game today in an empty stadium because of all the unrest there. And so I tweeted out and said, Today's New York Red Bulls announced attendance is twenty thousand seven hundred and sixty one. That's good. I like so, that. That's um that's, I had to take a shot at New York Red Bulls because I hate looking at their games on ESPN almost every week and them saying, you know, 19,000 people and you see the entire upper deck empty. We had um, 14,522 at our game on Wednesday. Nice. <laughs> I've been to Red Bull Arena quite a few times and it's been actually full maybe twice the times I've been there, but mm -hmm. they always declare it a sellout. And I, I'm sure it's the whole... Tickets sold versus tickets redeemed. Yeah, that you have yeah. everywhere. But it just seems disingenuous to say, "Oh, look, the place is full," and it it clearly isn't. Just yeah. you know. Well, and it's it's the difference between MLS games and and games in other sports. You know, um, the Chicago Bulls are gonna are gonna play a game in the United Center, and 
you know, I think that place holds 18,000. If they've got 16,000, it looks like, you know, 16,000. You put, you put, you know, 16,000 in Toyota Park and you can tell that it's not 20,000. Right. I mean, there's no hiding it. And, and that's, I think it's that way with most stadium, you know, soccer stadiums around the country, but, um, so MLS, it's so MLS exactly. So, yeah, but I mean, go you know, back to the fire. It's they're they're not that far outside the city that, that it's, that that's an impact. You know, everybody says, Oh, they're not inside Chicago proper. It doesn't matter. You put together a winning soccer team. That's exciting to watch and people are going to show up. And I agree. Brian, Brian's going to get really tired. No, no, no. <laughs> I was laughing because <laughs> Ballard's lower third says. Oh, do you want me to say something so you can see it? <laughs> my light is totally fun. My lighting is totally fun, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I have a lower third, do I? Uh, no, nobody can. No, 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 I mean, well, well, no, we have two viewers see, now. Be, I'm assuming one is Nick. I don't know who the other one is. I'll be I'll be ready for that next time when I'm on in two years again and actually get around to answering Brian's calls. I know well, it really depends on your break. Three years. I was gonna say it depends years, next time years. Hank bails out and we desperately need a third guy. Yeah. Like, it can be cool. Oh, we can call Kraus. No, I invited <laughs> yeah. no, him earlier before, and then I was Evan Ream, but Evan Reams is far too important to show up here. Yeah. <laughs> hey Ballard, do you want to talk about the revolution, or do you want to you want to take off because you got somewhere to be? I I have somewhere to be, but I revolution. Nobody gonna, wants to talk about the revolution. They're not going to make the playoffs. I saw I saw them at the beginning of September. They beat Orlando four 0 They could have scored seven. Oh, this is a good team, and then they've been terrible since. They they shipped seven against Atlanta, six against um, oh, another team, Orlando, I think. No, was it Orlando? I forget. But they've they've let in a lot of goals, and they're struggling, so they're not going to make the playoffs. Well, Atlanta beat them nine to nothing. Oh, seven nothing, Atlanta yeah. felt like nine. Um, and then the week, three days after that, they lost in Kansas City. Um, they managed to beat a couple of teams in between, but then they lost six one. I want to say Orlando, but that probably isn't right. I remember um, seeing somebody tweeted that New, uh, New England got beat six to one, and that was not their worst defeat this season. No, no, <laughs> I mean they were abject for three or four weeks in September. Um, they, they did okay last night. They they held Atlanta to a draw, but Atlanta, I think, no, they're comfortably in the playoffs. Um, yeah, they're not going to win the support. You know, they're not going to win support shield now because Toronto have it. So I wouldn't be, and I haven't seen the mm-hmm. scores, but I wouldn't be surprised if they took it very easy. Well, Atlanta, Atlanta's sitting on 53 points in third. Chicago, 52 in fourth place. Columbus yeah. in fifth place with 50 points. That's what we were talking about with Jeff. Is That's one of those things where it could you might see some flipping and flopping between two and five here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. All right. Well, Chris has a yeah. girlfriend, and he probably has a hot yeah, date yeah. with her, right? Yeah. No, I, believe it or not, I actually have to work. I have a phone call with Australia. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hey, what is it about... Uh, Revolution fans, are they're always crying. I mean, I cry about how horrible the Galaxy are, but it's always, with the I Revolution, think... it's always, oh, Lee Wen's on the national team. Oh, that wasn't a red card. Oh, everybody hates us. What is it? Uh... Well, first off, everybody does hate them. I mean, every time... I say everybody does hate them. Well, yeah, because the fans are the team. There, they complain about the team. I think a lot of it is is that they struggle for relevance so much in the market, and the ownership doesn't do much, so... Okay. At some point, you just can't go. Nah, I hate everybody. Right. Okay. Um, I just, you know, that's a fair explanation. I, mean, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I, I see it so much. I've run out of Lee Wen jokes. <laughs> and I, like, and I love hey, Lee Wen. Hey, hey, friend I of the podcast, Lee Wen. Lee Wen. He was on like I love Lee Wen. 
He, we hey, had if him you really on. have a joke, just fall back on the hairdo. I mean, we had, always we had him on. He was the sweetest guy in the world. Very nice. Very forthcoming. Yeah, I actually, like him. Yeah, we, this is before, don't, before listen, he knew hey. any better. And right, when he had come back to the league, we got we had him on Skype. We talked to him for shit, an hour. Yeah. Don't give don't give a revolution player a soul. All right. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Let's draw the line somewhere. Yeah, well. um, Sorry. Sorry, all right. Chris. Let's uh, uh Ballard, throw your throw your plugs if you want anybody to follow you anywhere. I just follow me on Twitter at Chris J Ballard for below average puns. That's about all I do on there really. Oh oh booby trap Mine just came backwards is party boob. boob. <laughs> that party needs boob. to be your lower third. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> also, I'm also I'm a lasagna hog. Go hang a salami. Taco cat, taco cat. Spend too much time on the internet, Bill. <laughs> you, Party move. You, you know that we already know the fact that nobody really gives a rat's ass about this show. But when somebody that's actually on the show as it's happening is reading other shit on the internet. <laughs> that is probably why. I'm not. I, I found it yesterday. Party boob. I've been in love with that. Sorry. All right, Kraus, <laughs> give us your plugs. Uh, don't follow me anywhere. Old, no, it, at Old Man Kraus. At Old Man Kraus, yeah. No, uh, what is it now? Eclipse 74. I think there's an underscore in there. Just look for the big fat guy on Twitter. You need to welcome your Are you doing a pod? Are you still doing your show? Yeah, we haven't. We've done like three episodes this year. Um, just covering the fire gets gets like really exhausting. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> so it was it was it was really awesome for like the first three years when they sucked really bad and we had tons to talk about. And now it's like eh, whatever. The mediocrity is boring. They're gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, it is. It is. Because you know, you never want to get your hopes up too high and you don't want to give the you know front office like any credit because Andrew Hotman's the devil. But you know, I don't know. Yeah, we got fire pot uh fire confidential uh Fire Confidential Live, which is Fire Pod FC, and uh, I'm at Eclipse seventy four at old a, at old man Kraus. That's the funnier one. <laughs> yeah, at old man Kraus is where you want to go. He actually tweeted to me while uh, while we were on the show here. Nice. So, um, hey, go check that out. All right, party boob, go on, fire it out. Uh, hi at themarkvia.com or wait, no Twitter. Oh my god, at, at, at themarkvia. That's me. Yeah, hi. That's good branding. Right? Yeah, That's good branding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 waiting for him to go get at party boob. <laughs> I might. Or that'll be his Wait. lower third when we do another show oh, in yeah. twelve months. I'm gonna hurry up and take it before you oh, can right. make him pay me for it. Squ I'm squatting on your party boob. <laughs> if that wasn't long, that would be our hashtag this week. Uh Endless possible. Hashtag that's so MLS for our two viewers that are here and nobody that will follow catch yeah. up on Twitter at top of the table TV, uh, top of the table TV. If you want to watch this over again and see that uh, uh, Jeff is wearing a baby yep t-shirt, um, <laughs> you can do that. And is and that's really it. Chris, you got to go to work. Yes. Get out of yeah, here. Not, not often. All right. Cheerio. Bye guys. I'm gonna tell you. We'll see you next yeah. week. Maybe. Thanks for All watching right. the show.